0: You are listening to the TJRS
1: Radio
2: Network. The serious sound of the J. Rouse Show is coming up next right here on the TJRS Radio Network online radio. It is best.
0: You are listening to the TJRS Radio Network. No more, it's none of my business. No more, I'm sure they'll work it out.
3: No more, boys
4: will be boys.
5: No more, I'll say something next time.
4: No more, why didn't she tell anyone?
5: No more, she was flirting with him.
4: No more, she's too smart to let
5: that happen. No more, not my problem.
6: No more, he didn't
1: mean it. No more, why does not she just leave? No more, he said he was sorry. No more, she was drunk. No more, she was asking for it. No more,
5: she seems just fine to me. No more, she should have been more careful. No more. We don't talk about that.
7: No more bystanding.
5: No more ignorance.
8: No more excuses. No more. No more. No more. WWE Superstar Big Show here to tell you if you've been drinking, get a ride. Take a cab. Find another safe way to get home. Cops all across the country are cracking down on drunk driving. They will see you before you see them. Drive sober. Or get pulled over.
0: Online radio at its best. Online radio at its best.
9: Hey, 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 good morning. If you're ready,
2: map of the South. Let's do this. I'm telling you, I am first
5: very honored that you would join me. He has a very limited time spot, so we want to bring in Mr. Alan Sarrow right away.
10: Hey, how are you, Kathleen? Hey, you know what? I'm going to
3: make you do what I do, man. Man, what's crack a baby? What's crack a It's time for the serious side of the Jay Brown Show. Don't
1: try to call me out, princess. You can take your love and true purpose and stick it. She's a bitch.
0: You are listening to the TJRS Radio Network.
4: Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Giles Snyder. President Trump is signaling a potential return to a Cold War-style arms race. NPR's Amy Held reports that Trump announced the U.S. will withdraw from a historic treaty with Russia that banned short- and intermediate-range nuclear land-based missiles.
11: The Intermediate-Range Nuclear Forces, or INF, treaty says, quote, "...nuclear war would have devastating consequences for all mankind." It was considered a critical step in defusing Cold War tensions when President Ronald Reagan and Soviet leader Mikhail Gorbachev signed it in 1987. Now, three decades later, President Trump says the U.S. is pulling out.
1: Russia has violated the agreement. They've been violating it for many years.
11: Trump adds now the U.S. will have to develop those weapons unless China, which has been producing its own arsenal unchecked, and Russia agree to halt their programs. Russia's deputy foreign affairs minister says a U.S. withdrawal would lead to retaliation. Amy Held, NPR News.
4: Afghans casting ballots for a second day after voting in the country's parliamentary election was extended to accommodate people whose polling stations did not open yesterday. And here's Dia Hadid. Reports from Islamabad.
12: Electoral staff didn't turn up yesterday at hundreds of stations, likely because the Taliban and ISIS had threatened to target the elections. And throughout Saturday, there were dozens of attacks, including a suicide bombing. In all, the AP counted 38 people killed. Despite that, over 3 million voters did turn out. These elections are being closely watched as a dry run for a presidential race next year.
4: There's word of a deadly train derailment in northeastern Taiwan. Authorities say at least 17 people are dead, more than 100 others injured. Several passenger cars overturned, and Taiwan's Central News Agency says rescue crews are working to reach people who may be trapped. The caravan of Central American migrants still trying to reach the United States. Many have gotten across the river to Mexico from Guatemala by swimming or rafting, but that caravan has Come to an end for others. In Guatemala, more than a thousand Hondurans have signed up to go back home. Emily Green reports from the Guatemala Mexican border.
5: Around 4,000 mostly Honduran migrants reached the Mexican border this past week, but they couldn't get in and had nowhere to go. Now, municipal officials in Tucumán say about 1,200 have signed up to return home. They include 27-year-old Johnny Flores.
10: Okay. No el sueño he says
5: they couldn't reach the American dream, which they all wanted. They have to turn around because the situation here is really tough. The Guatemalan government is providing free transport for the Honduran migrants. Still, the caravan continues. More than 1,000 migrants appear to have made it into Mexico and are going to start the journey north. For NPR News, I'm Emily Green, Dekun
4: Uman, Guatemala. And you're listening to NPR News. Coming up next on The Serious Side...
11: Amnesty International
0: is calling on Saudi Arabia to immediately turn over the remains of Jamal Khashoggi to an independent autopsy. The Human Rights Group says that the Saudi government's new explanation that the U.S.-based journalist died after a fist fight in the Saudi consulate in Istanbul is not credible. U.S. allies and lawmakers also have doubts. Khashoggi was a contributor to the Washington Post.
8: A lot of our elected officials are uninformed. But you're blocking me? Into my building.
1: Okay. And it's okay. yes,
8: my building as well, so I need you to get out of my way.
1: Okay,
7: what okay. unit? I don't need to say that information. So excuse me, ma'am. I'm
1: uncomfortable.
7: Okay, you can be uncomfortable. That's, that's your question. You're uncomfortable because it's you.
5: He would have put the music on. Your driver assumed, because I guess the color of my complexion wasn't black, He's weird. that I asked for music and it was a problem.
0: A lift passenger's hate filled tirade going viral. I'm going to make sure that you never have a lift job again.
4: Welcome to the serious side of the J. Ryle show with Miss Kathleen Williams, Mr. Jerome Esprit, Mr. L.E.S., and the official texter of the show, Mr. Johnny D. Now, here is your host, J. Ryle.
2: Good Sunday morning to you folks. Today is October 21st, 2018, and you're tuned to The Serious Side of the J. Rouse Show, which happens every Sunday morning right here on the t j r s Radio Network online radio. It's best. Of course, I'm Jay. Thank you so much for sharing a portion of your Sunday morning with us. And as always, we're proud to bring you the very best, we bring you all that we got. Like Anita Baker says, giving you the best that we got. But like Mr. L.A.S. always says, and like I always say, we're never here by ourselves. Let me introduce you to my colleagues. First up, she is the, just, I love this woman. She's my big sis. She's a colleague from the Jay Riles Show. She gives it to you kitchen table style. Let's say good morning to the very lovely Miss Vanessa Maybelli, Brenda McAnally. Good morning, Vanessa. How are you? Good
12: morning, everybody. Early voting starts tomorrow in Texas.
2: That's right. Get out and do it. More than ever, got to get out there and do it. Thank you so much for being here this morning, my love. The man who gets the first and last word, hockey player, the one and only, the man who really runs everything, the one and only Mr. L to the E to the S is in the house. Good morning, Mr. Elias, how are you?
3: Good morning, good morning, good morning. I don't feel like I'm running anything. I'm just running the highways and the byways these days,
2: man. Absolutely. Good morning, Mr. L E S. is on the road traveling.
3: Good morning, Nessa.
2: That's right. Mr. Elias is on the highways and byways traveling, which means the chat room is not open, but I promise you, give us about 30 minutes, we'll have it up and running. Mr. Elias will be in his studios making it happen for you and yours, so you can participate in the show. Our resident texter, Johnny D, is tuned in, so we should be getting some of his commentary by text, by usual. I know that disappoints some, but that's okay. He's contributing more. You'll hear his voice more and more in the upcoming future. We have things locked in for him. Also, the smartest man in the world, Mr. Jerome Spring. Usually joins us after his uh, commitment with Clear Channel Radio So he'll stop in here And of course, you know, Miss Kathleen Williams, our colleague You know, today is a work day for her because she's a pastor An author She's an attorney she just does it all. We're so glad to have her a part of our family. You can get in though, three four seven eight five oh one two seven two three four seven eight five oh one two seven two to be a part of this morning's conversation. We have a lot to get into, so let me lay it out for you. First of all, confirm Saudi Arabia has confirmed that the Washington Post reporter Jamal Kashi. Uh, Khashoggi, I think, I think I'm saying this name wrong. You know I butcher names. It's dead. The explanation, however, is very suspect, and we'll jump into it. And second, thanks, Obama. You know, more and more as I make my rounds to a lot of these Democratic fundraisers and things of that nature, I'm starting to hear some whispers in the background, people who are actually pointing the finger at President Obama for President Trump. I can't wait to hear what we have to say about it. I know. I can't wait to hear what you guys think about it. We'll talk about that second And Of course, our last set, another rendition of LWB Living While Black, just more and more cases, and we're going to make it a point to point them out because I think that, you know, we can sit here and do onesies and twosies, but look, we need to call these things out. If we don't do it, who will? So we'll point out some more cases where African-Americans are just being African-Americans and they are confronted. By either racially motivated folks or people who are just stupid. Once again, the number is three four seven eight five zero one two seven two three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. Let's get into it. This past week, Saudi Arabia confirmed that the Washington Post reporter that walked into a Turkish walked into an embassy in Turkey it's a Saudi is a Saudi Arabia uh uh, 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 uh God, he he walked into a uh what are those called? God, I, it just it just fell off the top of my tongue. Embassies my goodness. Embassies. Embassy, there you go. God just having a brain lock this morning. Anyway, he, he walks into this place And he never walks out. So Saudi Arabia wants us to believe that this guy walked in and that he left. First of all, they said he left. And, you know, well, the cameras weren't working, he left, whatever. U.S. intelligence is saying that's a damn lie. We know that you guys killed this guy. Turkey intelligence is saying, look, we have not not only— audio, but video confirmation of what happened. And so details are starting to leak how this man who walked in, he was lured there because they were telling him he had to have something from the consulate, that's the word I was looking for, uh, to, uh, for his marriage to his fiancée, who was sitting outside in the car. He walks in, he's confronted by 15 guys, and according to reports, they tortured him by cutting off his fingers first, and then they beheaded the man. Mr. Elias, the Saudis have finally come clean about what happened, that the man is dead, but their excuse, come on, man, come on. Who believes this? Your thoughts?
3: Well, Jay, all I can say about this is that this is a bunch of bull. The bottom line is they knew what they were doing. They knew what, and for them to say that the uh, prince, uh, he didn't know anything about it. It was a complete lie and for Donald Trump to come back and say well they were very strong and Shaned they they they, 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 it, it, they don't know what happened look this was a planned murder from the top to the bottom they knew what was happening now they are throwing a general under the bus to say hey look you know he's the man that's responsible not us look man just come on out and say it stop the arms deal with him and Trump is just saying, well, we gotta. You think I'm gonna throw away that, all that money that they're gonna give us? Come on, man. Ask me. Be humanitarian for once in your life. Stop caring about money all the damn time. It's crazy.
2: You know, Vanessa, the president talks about how. You know, first of all, these—first uh, of all, the Saudi Arabia has signed these commitments to buy these arms under the Obama administration. So once again, here he is taking credit for something that he really and truly don't deserve credit for. But the bottom line is, regardless of what administration uh, they made the commitment to buy these arms. You know, for a U.S. president to, and you know, you, you, when you listen to this guy talks, he's like, well, you know, he's not really an American citizen, and you know, do you believe what the Saudi, are, the Saudis are saying? Yeah, you know, you know, you know, his famous word. We'll see what happens. We'll, we'll see what happens. You know, Vanessa, when you heard the news that Saudi finally admitted that uh, that this man was killed, and not only was he killed, they cut this man up into pieces. Like, let, let me, let me make sure you guys understand what happened here.
3: This This guy was cut
2: up in pieces. (laughs) They took a bone saw, Vanessa, to this thing, and they cut this man up. Your thoughts?
12: Yes. So my deal is... This is just so crazy. My deal is... Where is who? If the man was... Hold on. If the man was... And it was just a fight, who comes into the embassy with a bone saw in advance? Who... I mean, they got pictures and videos of a cleaning crew going in there to clean up the Mm -hmm. mess. And then when the other people went in there, they saw evidence of a chemical that could clean blood. Now, let me say this. I don't even think that it is about with Trump um, the oil and the other deal that was made, but His son-in-law and them are really tied into the Saudis. So I do believe it has a lot to do with that. The family ties, what Saudi has done for Trump, not any kind of past deal with any other president, none of that. It is what Trump is getting out of it from the Saudis. Now, my question is, who has threatened Turkey where they're not showing that video? Who threatened them and threatened
2: them with what? But, I, but, the but, how know, but how do we know? But how do but Vanessa, here we go. How do we know? First of all, the Turkish government is in a very peculiar situation because what they are really, what they have really admitted to is that they actually have uh, have this, uh, this 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 uh, they have this uh, consulate. It's bugged, and they are you know they're they're spying on. You know, this is supposed to be a diplomatic area, and so what, what Turkey is really kind of admitting is like, you know, really, to be perfectly honest with you, we have this place bugged. <laughs> you know, so, so, you know, I don't know if anyone in, in particular is threatening them. I just think due to the fact that they have to admit, for them to produce video and audio, and from what we're hearing, according to reports, that the Secretary of State, they actually let him listen to the audio. So there's no doubt uh, in you know you his know. mind, well, he said they did. That's a lie. I mean, th- you can't believe nothing from this administration. And you talk about Saudi Arabia, Miss Elias. And you talk about the fact that what do they have on Jared Kushner? Look, Saudi Arabia Bailed Donald Trump out every time he yep. got himself into a financial situation. They bought hotel rooms. They bought property. You know, yep. they just
3: funneled money into this president. Yep. That goes without saying, Jake. I mean, the bottom line is that anybody that gives this guy money, he bends over for And he's he bending over for Russia. Because I'm, I'm telling you, they gave him money, and now Saudi Arabia is giving him money, so he's bending over for them. He does not stand up for America. When, is, when, are, when are people going to realize this president is all about money, he could care less about America?
2: Well, you know, I, I don't know if people realize. I think people realize that. I, I think what's going on here is something that uh, we haven't seen in a very long time. Let's bring in the smartest man in the world, Mr. Jerome is free from his radio dot net, and the man who brings us on a weekly basis, on hey, a need to know basis. Jerome's in the house. What's going on, man? How are you, sir?
6: Hey, I'm good. What's up, LES Vanessa? My people. Morning, what's up, Jerome? Sit it down.
2: All right. You know, Jerome. Um, we have to be some of the stupidest people on the face of the planet If anyone believes that this man who was obese And I'm not saying this to be derogatory, I'm just stating facts He was obese, he had some health
3: concerns
2: According to the Saudi the Saudi officials, he walked into this consulate
3: And he That's started about Trump. a fist
2: fight Well, he's an idiot too <laughs> And you know, it applies to him as well Bye-bye. But he walks into this consulate, Mr. Uh, 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 Jerome, and he picks a fight with 15 young Saudis. And, you know, he lost, and he got, you know, he, he, according to them, oh, well, he got out of hand, and, he you know, he died in the process. Man, who the hell do these people think we are?
6: Right. And so but if for us to even repeat what they said it is, it's crazy anyway, because you know that that's not true. So, You know, to um, Vanessa's question, you're right that the Turkish folks will not show how they're getting information out of that consulate because other embassies in um, Istanbul or wherever they are, other people may start checking to see if they're wired and bugged. Uh They don't want to tell how they got information. They're just showing that they have it. So from a government standpoint, it's like... You know, looking at a FISA warrant, the reason that the U.S. doesn't want people to rake over FISA is because now you're going to put their sources and methods at jeopardy, right? So if they're using a maid or somebody who um, is an office worker to get information and you expose that, then everybody else is going to check to make sure. So, but they did the important thing by giving them the information. They said, we know, and then they showed, you know, showed and proved what they knew. So we have to, um, we have to kind of look at, and I think most people do, you know, look at Trump and Kir- Kirstner and all of those other folks that worked there, just as corrupt. We need to stop pretending that they're not corrupt, right? Not only are they doing stuff that's not in the best interest of the country, they're doing stuff to enrich themselves, and we can't let history, you know, 20 years from now. Say, How come they didn't know that it was this bad Because we all know it's that bad and, and what's going on is You know Through all of various media outlets They have a problem with condemning Them as being con- corrupt Because The concept is, is That you don't want to ever put And this is kind of a historic Colonizer issue Is that they don't want the rest of the world Looking at them as if they're corrupt But they are so if that's the government representing us as a country, our government is corrupt. And we need to be able to say that. So we don't like to say that, especially, you know, um, Europeans don't like to do that. Just as a culture that if even one of them are corrupt, they'll say, oh, he just had mentally ill. He was just mentally ill. He shot 40 people. It's like, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he had problems. It wasn't his family. Like they like to isolate their incompetence or... Or their criminal criminality in this case our mm. government is corrupt and it's blaringly obvious and we can't even fight against it I don't know if you guys saw miss McConnell yesterday he and his wife got yelled out of a oh, restaurant yeah. Kentucky right because people are yeah. just getting tired and so folks four men came in there yelling banging their fists on the table saying you need to get out and get someplace up they need to rise up against that and that's in West Virginia so, you know, when you look at polling and all this other stuff, don't be deceived by what people are showing you um, on TV trying to neutralize the, the dissent against what's going on against this administration. People are really, really, like, um, they're just really disgusted by them. So all of this is just adding another log onto the fire. And then, you know, we watch on TV and they act like everything's even. Oh, it's just a bipartisan, these guys... No, we have a corrupt government, and we need to start calling that out.
12: Can I make a comment?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely.
12: Bobby and I were yes. in, in the grocery store, and we ran into one of my classmates, and I was really pleased to see him. And I said, we've got to make sure that we go and vote for midterm so that we can change how the Senate and the House is flowing. And my classmate, engineer, said to me, well, you know, I because he is just as crooked as he can be. He's making all of this money for his family. So his comment to me was Bobby, you know, this is one president who has the economy flowing. Yes, it came with Obama, but people have a lot of faith in him, so that's why they're doing all of this hiring. Some of this is true, so don't throw don't don't shoot me through the phone. But let me get to the good part. He said that he was a uh some form of saying Democrat, Republican And some word. And then I said, so what are you going to vote? He did not comment to me. He said, let me say this to you, Vanessa. My 401K and my retirement is busting through the seams, and I'm getting ready to retire in the next four or five years because I want to retire at 60, so he must be my age 65. He said that if Donald Trump is going to get some of the money, but he's still making sure that we are getting some money, that he said he just can't fight Donald Trump on that. He said he wished that Donald Trump had better behavior, that he did not – and I agree with this part – better behavior, that he did not make all of us in America look like idiots to people in Europe. He said that he thought that he did have some money wisdom, that the people believe in him and that they're spending money, that he's never seen so much hiring, and me either. But he said he just has to say if Donald Trump is in there making his retirement account where it needs to be for him to retire – then Donald Trump just needs to stay in office so he can get what he wants out of it. So I couldn't even yeah, – I you just should have called say, me. love you, classmate, give him a hug, and keep it moving.
2: You should have called me. Well, let me step in said. real quick.
12: Call me and put me on. Let me, me step in
2: here real quick because, Joel, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on for one second, because this is really – this is going to kind of dovetail into our next se- segment. So I know you want to jump on it, and uh, but I'm going to ask you to save your comments for the second set because this is exactly what we're going to be talking about in the second set. Uh, but I want to wrap right. up here real quick. With, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going to talk about this. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's going to be a part of that conversation. Uh, but, but I want to hold Jerome's comments on that. And Vanessa, on the other side, I just want you to, just to you know, give us a real quick cliff notes version of what you just said just in case we get some late folks who tune in after the first segment because I want to make sure that we, we get it out there. But here, real quick, let's uh, close out on, Mr. Elias, let me get your final thoughts on this thing with Saudi Arabia. And then we're going to definitely start the second set off with a real quick repeat of what you just said. Jerome, want to get your commentary on that. Mr. Elias, real quick, final thoughts on this whole
3: thing. Saudi Arabia needs to admit what they did, man up, and and they killed this guy. They outright killed it from the top to the bottom. The the, the Prince needs to admit what he did and go from there. This is just outright murder. And then they need to suffer the consequences of what comes from that. They should, be, they should be put on anything that they can get together.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You're absolutely correct about that. All right, coming up in this week's edition of In Four Minutes or Less, President Obama put a video out uh, urging young people to get out and vote. And I tell you what, it's a good video. And guess what we're going to do, because we're such fans of President Obama, going to replay it right here for you. In Four Minutes or Less, something that you need to know. We'll be right back after this you listen to the Serious Side of the J. Riles Show.
8: Okay, is there any kind of introduction, or are we just plunging in, and then you guys will... I don't care about politics. Look, I don't care about Pokemon, but that doesn't mean it won't keep on coming back. That's actually what people in power are betting on, that you'll check out, that you won't vote. And when you opt out, that's what allows other people to essentially fill that void. It allows them to do nothing about the things that you'd like to see government do. So if you really want to throw a wrench in their plans, throw them out. Vote in somebody better. Next, why bother voting when I can't relate to the candidates? Now, this is actually a good question. For way too long, politicians haven't been representative of America as a whole. But that's changing this year. More women are running for office than ever before. More LGBT candidates are running for office. First-time candidates, young veterans of Iraq and Afghanistan, young leaders from across the political spectrum. So this year, more than any other year, you have the chance to change the face of politics so that it looks more like your own. You remember those hearings where members of Congress were asking Mark Zuckerberg questions like they'd never used the Internet before? Because they haven't. Here's your chance to vote for people who actually know what the Internet is. My vote doesn't matter. The last presidential election turned on fewer than 100,000 votes in three states. More people go to Coachella. Look, when it comes to something like Dancing with the Stars, people actually think their vote matters. But a vote in this November's election actually does matter. It could elect people who make our criminal justice system fair and your student loans easier to afford. And by the way, you wouldn't let your grandparents pick your playlist. Why would you let them pick your representative who's going to determine your future? Midterm elections are boring. Let me know when we're talking about a presidential race. Sometimes these elections are even more important than a presidential race. This November, 36 states are picking governors. Every single spot in the House of Representatives is on the ballot. Fill them with people who care about what you care about. Elections, by the way, aren't boring. You know what's boring? Scrolling through endless photos of your dinner on Instagram. That's boring. I don't know the candidates well enough. I'm uninformed. There are people running for office who don't think women should get equal pay for equal work who don't think we should do anything about schools getting shot up or who think we shouldn't raise the minimum wage for people who are working their tails off every day but still can't afford to pay the rent. Vote them out. Vote for somebody who shares your values. Also, this thing has something called Google. You can't use Google to figure out which candidates on your local ballot think that the earth is flat and climate change is a hoax. Google is super easy to read I don't know where I'm supposed to vote This one's easy Do you know your address? If you do, just go to Vote.org Plug in your address It'll tell you where to vote It's that simple There's no joke here Which is, there shouldn't be Because it's just like, pretty simple Alright, next I don't have time to vote I understand that it's not always easy to find time to vote on a Tuesday. That's why in every state, you can get an absentee ballot, which you can mail in or drop off ahead of election day. And in 37 states, you can actually vote early, which is like going to a private Jay-Z Beyonce concert, just without Jay-Z and Beyonce. But take some friends anyway, beat the lines, because like most things, Voting's more fun when you do it together. Share the video and tell your friends to vote on November 6th. It's a rap. It's a wrap.
13: <laughs>
8: you know, I'd say for the wrap party.
13: <laughs>
8: but I've got other stuff to do.
12: The Trump administration is the most corrupt leadership that this nation has seen in the modern era. But Donald Trump didn't cause this rot. His team is just a very visible example of it. The problem of corruption is enormous, but we can tackle enormous problems. We've done it before and we can do it again. That's why I'm introducing the Anti-Corruption Act. This is a landmark piece of legislation that would break the stranglehold that the wealthy and the well-connected hold over our government. The rich and the powerful are gonna hate parts of this bill, but we're not here to work for them. Sign up now to support the Anti-Corruption Act and. Help us make this government work for the people.
8: Look, a lot of our elected officials are uninformed.
2: Welcome back in three, four, seven, eight, five, zero, one, two, seven. To you, listening to the serious side of the J. Rowell show, right here with the TGRS Radio Network online radio, it is best, of course, the resident text of Johnny D has checked in. We'll get his comments here shortly, but I want Vanessa to repeat very quickly. Got to sum it up real fast, Vanessa, because I want to get Jerome's comments uh, on what you mentioned uh, at the end of the last set.
12: My uh, classmate, uh, which is surprising, he's African-American and surprisingly said that he felt that Trump should stay in office as long as we all know that Trump is getting something out of the deal. But at least Trump has our 401ks, our stocks and bonds going through the roof to get him ready for retirement that he just didn't care what Trump was doing as long as he got his. Mm-hmm.
2: Sum it up. And uh, Jerome, you had you know, yeah. your, your response, sir, to that.
12: Yeah. Whenever you have
6: that conversation, whether you're at, at work or, you know, you bump into people who use the economy as a crutch, just remind them that um, Trump just passed um, a tax bill that added a trillion dollars to the debt not the deficit, but just the federal debt. But what's going to happen is that when that check comes in to be cash, it is going to sink your 401k. Inflation is going to go up. Interest rates are going to go up. The price of treasuries are going to go down because they're not going to make any money on investing or or giving money to the government. And your 401k is going to be worth a lot. And they're going to use that to pay the debt down with your Social Security and Medicaid. So whatever you're subsidizing your pension with, they're going to start using the federal agencies to do that. So it's such a dumb argument that we're pretty much in a bubble right now by saying that our 401Ks are high because 401Ks are an investment tool. And just like regular investments, on one day you're up and on the next day you're down. And I would hate to wait a year or two When my retirement kicks in For that thing to go bust So the economy Is never a good idea To argue when you talk about somebody like Trump
12: My hand is up My hand is up I totally, totally agree with you Jerome because I told Bobby When I retire next year While my 401k is Up high I will move it over And lock it down while it's At the high because Eventually, this stuff
13: is gonna fall. Yeah.
12: It is gonna so, fall, yeah. and so I think so, that if people want to do it, lock, lock it down when it's high. I so you wanna,
6: that. you I, wanna, I you wanna hide? You, you wanna put your money? I shouldn't say hide. You wanna put your money where rich people put it. And what happens is that take it out of the market and put it into treasuries yep. because not until the government goes, then their money is gonna go. That's why rich people don't care when the banks crash because their money is in secured bonds and treasuries and the government actually secures those dollars so rich people don't care about the market so much when their money is fixed in your money is fixed as long as the government survives you'll have that cash so you'll have to move them they don't have as high interest so you don't make money fast on them but at least you won't lose no money
2: absolutely good stuff want to make sure people if they're tuned in later to make sure they get uh, that full uh, response from Jerome. All right, listen, the uh, resident of Johnny D., has checked in on the death of the uh, Washington Post report. He said the death of Mr. Kasaji is unfortunate and condolences are rendered to his family and loved ones. The Middle Eastern culture is far more intentional in how they deal with betrayal, criminality, and disregard to their sovereigns. Mr. Kasaji was Mr. Kasaji was. An often critic of the Crown Prince, and this is well documented the mockery is Trump and his supporters speaking out against Saudi Arabia. America's no longer the moral authority of the world he 's absolutely correct about that. These people are ridiculous, and what happens is uh you know for what we 're seeing it's just just something that uh That is beyond words. It's really unbelievable. All right, listen, something that we usually don't do here on the show, but I wanted to do this morning before we got into this next topic. You know, we, we bring up things on the show, and, you know, I have to realize that in some cases, you know, people listen to stories that we bring up because some of the stories we bring up are not on the front pages of major newspapers. So we'll bring up a story, we'll talk about it, but in some cases, we never circle back. and give people the final result of what happened, you know. So if we bring up a story, it's like, oh, man, that's a bad story. But the bottom line is is that uh, we don't know what the end results are. So what we want to try to do here, at least we'll try to do a better job at it uh, as far as trying to reach out to people and say, okay, here's the story that we talked about, and here's the final result. So we'll do that this morning, a story that we talked about just last week. Remember about the young man who knocked on the front door of that, uh, of that white neighborhood and this white man greeted him with a shotgun? Well, we have a resolution to that. Let's listen and we'll talk on the other side.
12: Online radio at best. We begin this half hour with a verdict in a controversial case. Last April in suburban Detroit, a teenager got lost on his way to school and knocked on a door to ask for directions. The homeowner opened the door, armed with a shotgun, and fired at the teen as he ran for his life. Dean Reynolds has more on the case where many feel race was a factor.
10: Security video shows 14-year-old Brennan Walker approaching a stranger's house in Rochester Hills, Michigan, last April. I knocked on the lady's door, then she started yelling at me. And she was like, why are you trying to break into my house? And I was
7: trying to explain to her that I was trying to get directions to Rochester High.
10: He had overslept, missed the school bus, and got lost walking to class. He hoped homeowner Dana Ziegler might point him in the right direction. Why he sprints away becomes clear in the next frames. That's 53-year-old Jeffrey Ziegler toting a 12-gauge shotgun, aiming and firing at the fleeing teenager. The shot missed him.
7: He grabbed the gun. And I saw it, and then I started to
10: run, and then that's when I heard the gunshot. Dana Ziegler called 911.
0: I was screaming as loud as I possibly could. He didn't look like a child. He was a brother, big man standing there. And also, if he was going to school, we have no schools in our area.
10: The teen's mother said race must have played a role. Watching the tape, you could hear the wife say, why did these people choose my house?
12: Who are these people?
5: And that's what that set me off.
10: Police detective Sean Pace recalled what he told Ziegler during his interrogation and Ziegler's response. Just
1: admit that you aimed your weapon at this young man, and he took a big drink of water. He looked at me, and he says, I'm tired of being a victim.
10: Ziegler, who said his house had had five previous break-ins, was questioned by his attorney in court On Thursday.
1: Absolutely.
10: And on Friday, the jury agreed, finding Ziegler guilty of assault. He'll be sentenced next month.
2: I wanted to follow up on that story because I wanted people to understand that some of this, you know, you know, we bring up stories all the time, but in some cases we need to put the bookends on it. So that's what happened. That man was convicted of shooting at that black teen. And if you go back and look at the video, it's pretty obvious what the hell was going on there. So I just wanted to close out, close the loop on that. All right. Second set, um, you know, I, I brought this up during the intro, and, and, and I wanted to have a brief conversation about it here just to get our thoughts on it. Um, You know, I've been attending some Democratic fundraisers, and you know, I've been trying to really get active in this political season. I want to make sure people have a voice. I've invited people to listen to our show. I've had some folks tune in, tell us that it's a great show. I had some people tune in. (laughs) It was like, okay, all right, it's okay. You guys are really bringing the noise. But what I'm hearing in these corridors, and you know, it's not a loud voice, but I mean. Every place I go, I I hear at least one or two people say this, that there are people out there who are blaming President Obama for the election of Donald Trump. And I said, huh. I said, well, I know how I feel about it. I said, but let me bring it to my peeps. And I hope some of you folks, because I invited everybody that I heard say this, I invited them to listen to the show, and I know some of them are listening for a fact, because they've already been in contact with me so far this morning. I wanted to talk about it here with our peeps and take a realistic look at this and say, okay, do they have a point? Now, let me start off by saying what I think. I think that... They have a point to a certain degree, and the reason why I say they have a point is not because President Obama was a bad president. I think what happened was that white folks said, oh, my God, we had a Negro in charge. It reminded me, Mr. Elias, of that scene in Trading Places at the end when Eddie Murphy's in there smoking that that joint and and those brothers walked in, uh, the Dukes. And they were like, you know what? I can't believe that Winthrop went and started turning to a life of crime. Are we going to keep Rudolph? And said, so you think we're going to have a Negro run our firm? And I think what happened here was that white folks really realized that wait one damn minute. Not only are we not going to be in the minority here in a couple of years, now we're going to start letting black folks run this country oh, no, we're going to try to find the whitest, racist, the most orange person that we're going to put in charge. And the reason why Hillary Clinton didn't win, even though, you know, once again, that's debatable because she won. She got the second-highest number of votes for any presidential candidate in the modern era, but she still lost because of, you know what. But the bottom line is, to me, if I had to answer that question, yeah, I would think my answer is based on what I just thought, what I just said, Mr. Elias. What about you? What do you think about folks saying that President Obama is the reason why Donald Trump's in
3: office, and we have him to blame? Thanks, Obama. What's your thought on that? I think that's the most craziest thing I've ever heard. So you blame this president for racism? Really? Racism?
2: No, no, no. No, no, no. no, 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 no. Mister stay with me on this. They're saying that he's the reason why Donald Trump is in office. So you don't think that's no validity to because, that whatsoever. they want to see a
3: black man in Why don't you judge the man? And like the Luther King said, judge him the content of his that's character. That's the reason. That's the reason. Okay. That is the reason. They did not judge him on the content of
2: his character. To me, that was
3: character. my Cause That was my, because that was my said, response. Because if, if you were to judge him on the content of his character, you know, what did he do? Well, I, I, I got guys that were complaining about Obamacare. Well, let me check the Affordable Care Act all day long, and it helped them. Why does it? Help? Why do you? Why are you complaining about something that helps you? Because it was a black man that gave it to you. You can't fight racism. Systematically, this is a race. This is a racist country. Country. Let's call it what it is, man. That black man came in charge. They wanted him to fail. They did everything to put in front of him to fail. He did not fail. He, the, the, and everybody talks about how great the economy is. Guess why the, the economy is so great? Guess why? maybe because of Trump. It is not. Let's see what happens. That, that's like when Notre Dame hired Ty Willingham and they got rid of him, and then they put Charlie Weiss in, and Ty Williams had done all the recruiting and got everybody in place to win a national championship. They <laughs> said, Oh, Weiss is the greatest, greatest football coach ever. This is the same situation, the same exact situation. President Obama put it in place, and now Trump is getting all the damn credit for it. And people say, "Well, uh, President Obama's the blank." You got to be, a, you got to be a damn idiot to believe that. You got to be a real idiot. Now, and I don't give a damn. Hey, right. hey call me in now if you get something to say about it. Call it in now. Don't don't wait to send it to email. Okay. Call it in all now right. so we can okay. have a conversation.
2: Oh, boy, this boy upset for real. Okay, all right. Vanessa, well, what, what, what about you? Do, do you? Can you say, when, when someone says that President Obama is the reason why President Trump's in office, I mean, do you think there's some validity to that statement? Well, what's your thoughts on it? Because I'm going to save the best for last. I can't wait to hear what that other brother has to say, because that's what I thought of when I was having these conversations. But go ahead, Vanessa. I
12: think that because Obama... Was this loving spirit and wanted... Okay. Let me tell you what I... Let's say this. Let me tell you what I don't like about Obama. How about that? What I don't like about Obama is that Robin Hood mentality. And that Robin Hood mentality is what most white people don't like about Obama. So, they go to... That Robin Hood mentality
2: from the rich yeah. and giving to the poor? Is that where you where we're going with this? Okay, Vanessa.
12: Uh, yeah. can We
2: wait to read some of these comments. Are coming. Go ahead. Yeah. Really?
12: yeah. I believe that, that he had that, and I always said that about him, he always had that Robin Hood mentality, and I didn't like it. Okay. I didn't like that it was necessarily given from the rich, Jay. Me and you are not rich, but we are middle class. We are. We're not more middle class. We're kind of? I think, uh, don't put. I don't mean, don't put me in this. Place. Don't
2: put me in this. This is okay. on you. No, don't put I mean, me in this. I, this I, is, I mean, is all on you. Don't. I
12: am a middle okay, middle class African American, okay. and a lot of okay. things that I think that he did, I did not like. Example, he don't. let people stay okay. on uh, unemployment for a year and a half. I thought that was ridiculous when I could see. P- and and oh, let's not talk about food stamps. He let people stay on food stamps an abundant period of time. And then people were on Facebook showing, oh, I went and got this shrimp dinner, blah, blah, blah. Family, my own family people, okay? So I didn't like the Robin Hood mentality. Everybody needs to hand up with but, but, jobs below. But, but, low but wait a minute now. Great, great <laughs> Jay, Jay, but that's
2: a, Jay. Let me, let me ask you a real quick question because I don't want to lose my train of thought, and I'll let you finish. Okay, no. How can you blame President Obama for people who are taking advantage of the system? I mean, that happens everywhere you go, right? I mean, so the people who really need because it, they have ca- to suffer because we have some bad apples who don't do things the right way.
12: No, Jay. It's that once fault? they got up on okay. their feet with the money and stuff, Jay, then they okay. started abusing uh-huh. it. They should have kept it at a year. He should have kept it at a year, Jay. Not a year and a half. A year. Okay. You should not have up. I'm just, this. You, look, you asked me, so I'm just telling you my problems. You t- that. T- 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 and do you I think, think minimum wage should
2: stay where it is, or do you think so that should, should be a lot higher?
12: Do what?
2: Okay. You what about minimum what? wage? What do you, how do you feel about that? Now, what about you minimum what? wage? How, how do you feel about that?
12: I think that that is the governor of the state of Texas. That fights the minimum wage He is the one who did not want to Raise minimum wage, Jay I'm
2: talking that about overall, I'm not talking about specific states Do you think people should Get more money at yes, you know do, to the minimum of $7.25 okay. An
12: hour Nobody can okay. live off of that uh-huh. That's why when the, when the flight attendants right. are in Washington the t- They add The tips and stuff in there now The taxes and stuff have went up Because they also took their minimum wage Up to like $13, $14 an hour and any time I travel, okay. I'm always nosy and ask people, how much do you make an hour? I'm nosy. Sometimes they tell me, sometimes they don't. But I think that uh. I'm just telling you why I think Trump got in office and I think it's because Obama did have the Robin Hood mentality. Now, Jerome, you are more okay. than welcome
2: to chew me alive. <laughs> of course you know I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> really? Okay, so, Jerome, I've been waiting to hear what you had to say about this no, whole I mean, thing. The, I guess the, the general question, overall question, what do you think about this whole thing, that Obama's the reason why Trump's in office? You
6: no, know, I think we're missing the obvious. Hillary Clinton is the reason why Trump's in office. So we <laughs> like to blame black people for stuff, so that is kind of like, um, you know, using somebody as a scapegoat. Uh, we can yep. – I mean, there's plenty of things that I can say about Obama – that is not positive and one of the things that i'm really careful of when i do that is to say that i'm not just throwing the log on the fire for the people who already don't like him right he, he's he's way too moderate for me right if he as a democrat was more like trump then technically we would have instead of adding one trillion dollars more than a trillion dollars to the um, deficit or to the debt instead of adding that at least if it was $1 trillion added to the debt, um, we wouldn't have no, you know, infrastructure problems. Bridges wouldn't be falling down kind of thing, and people wouldn't worry about their Social Security, and we wouldn't have to worry about old folks, you know, eating out of, out of pet can food kind of stuff. Like, there would be things that we wouldn't have to worry about, right? There are unnecessary costs that we have in this country that the government can easily absorb because your your local governments can't do it because of the fact that they can't bond um, with a negative credit rating, and the federal government can actually secure bonds. So that's why this is play money to Mitch McConnell and all those guys when they start cutting taxes and then say, oh, my gosh, Obama, every time he put up a bill, had to have a deficit neutral. They played that game, and this dude comes in there, and he's, like, cutting taxes. Then they did another tax cut after the one that puts us over a trillion, does another one, and they want to do another one. And I guarantee you, no matter what, if the Democrats win both um, chambers, I guarantee you they slip in another tax break before they leave office in January. I guarantee it. So they're playing with funny money when it comes down to it. And we need to see through that whole deficit, um, that's why Republicans don't care about deficits. They spend money.
2: Well, they don't. They well, know. they
6: spend money to create a hole so they can, can get rid of social safety nets. Right? So they don't yep. like everybody having health insurance for some reason. And they don't like everybody having social But they're running but, on
2: it, though, Jerome. They're running what? on it. They're running but, on that for the midterms.
6: Yeah.
13: <laughs>
6: I know. So... That's how blatantly they lie, right? We are running to keep your pre-existing conditions while they're actually yeah, yeah. trying to take away pre-existing conditions. They're running on it. So whose yeah. game is this, right? Is it the game of the people who are uninformed or is it the game of the people who inform informed and still ignore it? Because any Republican voting for Republicans right now, I believe they have lost their minds. And I'll tell anybody I know that is Republican that is towing that line. Like, we have a, a Republican congressman in, in my area. And I can tell you in the country club setting of folks that those folks are not moved by that fool. Because he actually went into one of the country clubs and said, hey, I'm helping you. And a lot of people who have businesses who were there was like, if you help enough how come our taxes are going up and you help the people above us big corporations so he wouldn't invite them to a town hall meeting he wanted to meet with big manufacturers because he was he was saving them money but even the country club people aren't moved by this that's why I, I'm <laughs> always uh, that's why I'm always curious when I watch the news and they're like hey Trump's approval ratings are, are going up yeah because you're polling the same people and then you're excluding the um You're you're polling them, and this is why anytime you watch a poll, look at the bottom text at the bottom where it says poll 900 people or or polling uh, most likely voters, which means they're polling Democrats and Republicans evenly, but in this country, there's only 26% of the overall voting population that's Republican. If they're polling Republicans evenly, they're skewing the polls because they want it to be a horse
12: race. So... You and be careful and on Jerome, polling they're polling posts. the people that's answering. Jerome, they're polling yeah. the people answering the phone, too.
6: Because yeah, I it, answer it,
12: the phone. And it, I know nope. the polls. I hung up, I hung up
6: on the poller twice um, last week.
13: <laughs> I get them all
6: the time. I mean, but, but that's the point. You know, I, I used to tell people this a long time ago in running races is that it is hard to poll black folks. Because I, I will ignore you, and I vote all the time. You catch me going to a grocery store, you call my phone. I am not telling you, Jack. And I don't think anybody black to tell posters, Jack. And the reason I don't is because we need to move as a silent majority at some point. If you're not doing what our interests, don't come to me trying to sell me, lying in my face about Jack. Don't talk to me, cuz we could, I can see what you're doing. I can see this Russia thing a mile away. Everybody in their mother knows. That you colluded with Russia Or, I'm sorry, you conspired with Russia Everybody in their mother can see What's going on with Saudi Arabia So, if we start using stuff like Oh, well, the economy is good And he passed a bill to let people Who, who um, you know Make music get higher royalties Like, if you want to be that petty You don't need to vote
9: <clears throat> You know what
6: I mean? Like, if you're paying attention like that You're just looking for something to like him for Because what he is doing is damaging us across the board. So I can't, I can't, yeah. like, vouch for that.
2: Yeah, you're right about that. You know, Mr. Elliott, uh just interesting. I don't know if you wanted to reply to uh, Vanessa's uh, statement. What, what, what do you think about what Vanessa said about President Obama robbing from the rich and uh, giving it to the poor?
3: Well, I, I think he should have robbed from the rich. Hell, look at, look at them rich bastards. They don't give nothing. They don't give a damn thing. <laughs> the hell, they take less taxes than I do. This you wired this yeah. morning. I'm well, sorry, they do, they pay less taxes than I do. But I he mean, didn't
2: rob I, from yeah.
3: the
12: rich. He gave it, he got it from the you middle class, You said the rich, too.
3: Vanessa. You said the rich. Well, I said say okay. the rich the richer should pay their fair okay. share taxes. That's I what I'm saying.
6: Yeah, the rich I didn't don't comment on nothing. Vanessa either.
3: But I'll, I'll go after
6: the LES. I didn't comment on that for a reason. The reason that I didn't comment is because, Vanessa, I understand what you're saying, but that's a messaging issue. Obama goes through life-making... What? That, that's a messaging issue. He didn't rob from anybody. What happened is that if you streamline something to make it equal across the board, then it looks like you're taking from one side or the other. What Trump did is he flat-cut taxes, taxes of the rich people, and he did nothing for nobody else. But to hate Obama for saying, I'm going to streamline to make sure everybody has equity across the board, that somehow offends us more than it does for them adding a trillion dollars to the deficit just by helping rich people, right? You can't hate that man more than you do this guy for doing what he did. So Obama I, is I, I neutral. I no, 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 I'm saying, Obama. though, I, I, Obama's too neutral wait, for me. But
12: wait, what about what Obama gave that rich people, the money to bail them out, and they went and took everybody on a freaking golf trip?
6: Be, because, effort. Vanessa, what happens is that we were in a crisis. The yeah. reason that he extended minimum wage for, or I'm sorry, Um, Unemployment is because they weren't hiring So you have to remember what happened In 2008, they started Shedding jobs of people who had seniority So if you're making $75,000 a year Your butt lost your job During that financial crisis You got another job for about $25,000 to $30,000 Right? Or you didn't work So it's more advantageous for you to take Unemployment insurance Because it's based on your salary Not for your new job. And so since the employers wasn't hiring back immediately, they were crying broke, which they were just shedding their overhead, it was a smart move to say we're going to extend um, unemployment insurance because although there are some people taking advantage of the system, the majority of people who lost high-tech jobs or high-paying jobs were going to be asked out. So you, you make a calculation and say, yep, I know people on the lower scales are going to take advantage of this, but overall across the board – We lost more jobs. So even doing Trump, Trump has not created more jobs than Obama did.
3: Not at all. Not at all.
6: So even though he hasn't created jobs, it looks like, oh, people are working now, whatever. Obama took the calculation that the jobs that they were losing paid more than the jobs that they're gaining now. So you had to kind of somehow subsidize that to make sure that people weren't starving out. You made it comfortable, but you do that in a crisis. There are things that you do in crisis that you won't do normally. So the reason that they, if you, if you ever watch Game Change on HBO, the reason that they bailed out the banks, and this was um, Bush that did this initially, the reason that they bailed, out, bailed yep. out the banks, they had to give them all money across the board because if you knew which financial, which, which banks weren't sovereign, then you take your money out of that one bank and it would cause a domino effect on all the other banks. Because Wells Fargo did not want to take any money. They said, we good. And they said, you're going to take this money, because if you don't take it, they and the general public know that you have money, but this bank doesn't, it's going to sink that bank, they're going to rush on your bank, and then your bank's going to fall. And don't call us at the FDIC when your bank falls. So they took the money anyway. But they took it, and they still had to pay it back. They just made a lot of interest off of it, but they did pay that money back. So those are just financial calculations. It's not as simple as... They bailed them out, and they got rich from it. They got rich off the interest of it because they just held on to the money and didn't give out, like, mortgages and loans. But there was some other, like, economic move that was going in there that, yeah, we can criticize, but it's like saying, you know, a Goldilocks thing. Either it's the bed is too hard or too soft, the porridge is too warm or too cold. Like, there's, these are debatable things. Yeah. But the fact that this guy is stealing is a whole other game. not to even be compared.
13: You yep, absolutely. God. All right.
2: Yeah, I, n- I understand. Well, they don't, Vanessa. And, and, and that, that's going to be, you're going to have folks, look, you tell people to vote for their pocketbook. And, and the bottom line is that if that's how he feels about it, so be it. But, you know, what I we try to do here is we try to it. dig into the facts.
6: Black black we time. try to make
2: sure people Maybe understand no exactly <laughs> what's, what's going on. Absolutely. All right, All right, listen. All right, listen, good stuff. All right, coming up next, Living Wild Black. More cases of folks just doing what they do being targeted because of this incoming. We'll be right back after this.
4: The serious side continues after a short break.
1: When I was diagnosed with breast cancer, both of my daughters were pregnant and everything I was looking forward to turned into everything I was going to miss. First words, first steps, being there for my grandchildren, for my daughters.
12: Today, those babies are three. I'm with them all the time. I don't know what's next, but I know I'm here today. My name is Alanthea Pena, and I'm Susan G. Colman.
13: Houses. Changing faces,
5: different bedrooms, different beds, and this trash bag filled with everything I have. I don't want to feel alone anymore.
4: Help us show her she's not alone. Join us at Together We Rise to change the way kids experience foster care.
2: This is a test. Uh, as we jump into the second <laughs> set with laughter, a hearty laughter from Tommy Style. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back in, folks. 347 2, 7 2 Good Sunday morning to you, folks, and welcome into the serious side of the TJRS broadcasting live from the Smooth Jazz Jazz Cafe. You
0: are listening to the TJRS Radio Network. Network,
1: network, network, network.
7: What's your block in, Into in. my
1: building. Okay.
7: Okay. It's my building, well, so I need to get out of my way.
1: Okay, what unit?
7: I don't need to say that information
1: i I'm uncomfortable. Easily.
7: Okay, you can be uncomfortable. That's, that's your this question. You're uncomfortable because of you. He would have put the music on.
5: Your driver assumed because I guess the color of my complexion wasn't black weird. that I asked for music and it was a problem.
0: A lift passenger's hate-filled highway going by one. I'm
5: going to make sure that you never have a lift job again.
2: Welcome back in 3478501272, 3, 2, 2. Welcome back in to the serious side of the J Rao Show, as we always do. Let's say good morning to our panelists. Let's say good morning to the very lovely Miss Vanessa Maybelli. Vanessa and Nelly Good morning. Good morning. To the smartest man in the world, the one and only Mr. Jerome What's going on, Jerome? How you doing this morning, brother? Hey, I'm good, man. How you doing?
3: Standing. And the man who gets the first
2: and last word here on the serious side, the one and only Mr. L to the E to the S. Good morning, sir. How are you?
3: Good morning, sir. Good morning, and good morning, Jerome, and good morning, my beautiful opposition.
13: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> She's playing opposition to party this morning.
2: Cecilia, can we say hello to some people in the world-famous chat, sir, if you don't mind? Oh.
3: Okay, there's
2: no one in there right now. No. No, he just opened it up. It was opened up late, so we know Kavina yeah. man was he's usually listening to him Kavina. You know, some of the folks. I know there's a lot of people tuning in and a lot of people that responded to Vanessa. Can't wait to read those comments near chatterbox. Andrew's in the house. What's up to Al? Good morning, Al Frank, James, Jimmy, Mike. What is this? Uh Jackson. That's a pretty cool name. Mick, Michelle, Brad, Jay, there's only one Jay, that's me, but hey, we'll let you have it. PD, just Terry, a lot of folks checking in, tuning in. The pastor's in the house, as always. Ricardo is in the house. Rosa is in the house. What's up? Rosa and Ricardo. Also, the resident texter, Mr. Johnny Diaz, checked in. I want to read his comments here. He said First, President Obama did not create Trump. The racist faction of. Affluent and affluent I'm sorry The racial faction And affluent in America Created this narrative However As i said many times Moreover This is God's will uh, To depict The disobedience Of God's will The rejection Of President Obama Is the byproduct Of this time in history When you compare The two Obama and Trump This extreme difference In compassion Intelligence And morality Sends a message To all That works Even when They pretend not to acknowledge the intelligence of an African-American man. There's no perfect people, so no, President Obama was not perfect, but his intentions of humanity was authentic. The notion of President Obama allowing people to extend unemployment benefits was necessary, although you had some abuse to this policy. The reality is America was in the worst recession since the 1930s and 40s, that extension, of benefits is partly responsible for today's jobless rate and economy. Absolutely. Also, let's say good morning to our director of social media outreach, Jackie. Jackie, good morning. How are you?
5: I'm doing good well. How's everybody doing?
2: Good, good. Doing outstanding. Good morning, Jackie. All right. If people want to stay in contact with us, even when we're not live, how do they do that, Jackie?
5: If you want to keep up with the TJRS Radio Network, please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And all three pages have the same ending handle Facebook.com slash groups, Twitter.com, Instagram.com slash TJRS Radio. And if you want to email for any reason, email us at the serious side at Outlook. Dot .com Keep up with us
2: all right, like the lady says, keep up with it. Stop going to Instagram because I don't follow that stuff. I get a lot of posts on our Instagram page. I didn't even know we had one, so get off that. Go where Jackie is telling you to go, so we can stay in contact with you. We have so many different sites out there. I've created so many. I don't really keep up with any of them, <laughs> but Jackie has it. So make your way from there to where she's telling you to go, and uh, stay in contact with the show. Responses will definitely be quick, fast, and in a hurry. All right, three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. It's uh, 11 minutes after the top of the hour. You listen to The Serious Side, and it's time for another edition of Living While Black. We have some stories we want to cover of people who are being harassed because of the color of their skin. Here's the first topic. We'll listen, and we'll talk on the other side.
1: Online radio at its
14: best. Please move, now. I can.
1: Okay. Do you live here? I'll
7: be answering that question. Excuse me.
14: The Ariane Tolls was returning home from a late night at the office. But you're blocking me?
1: Into my building. Okay, and okay. it's
14: my building as well, so I need you to get out of my way.
1: Okay, what okay. unit?
7: I don't need to tell you that information. So excuse me, ma'am.
1: I'm uncomfortable.
14: Okay, you can be uncomfortable. That's that's your question. You're uncomfortable because it's you. A tenant who lives on the third floor of the Elder Shirt Lofts created a roadblock.
1: I don't like the fact you have your phone in my face.
14: Okay, I don't like the fact that you're blocking me for where I pay
1: All I'm asking is
7: what unit? But I don't need to tell you that information, ma'am. If you
1: want to come into my building.
7: It's not your building. You're not the owner. You pay rent.
1: Sir, you walk up on a street. Yes, yes,
14: and I've already buzzed in. Tolls shows a fob, moves past the woman who News 4 will not name, takes an elevator to the fourth floor. The woman follows.
7: Did this really just happen to me? And... It did happen to me, so I was, I was really taken away at the moment.
14: His cell phone video shows the woman staying on him after he uses his key to enter his downtown loft.
7: No, have a good night, ma'am. That, don't ever do that again. You look pretty stupid on video. Have a nice night. And my name is Mr. Tolls.
14: That's where News 4 met the St. Louis business owner.
7: I was kind of blown away, like shocked. Wow. I'm just glad I had my camera out because if I didn't have my camera out, I I feel, I feel. I feel that it could have went a totally different way. Millions have watched the video online. Uh, I appreciate all the love and support. And like I said, this um, don't don't respond negative. Don't go after the lady. Let her be at peace. Let her live her life.
14: News 4 buzzed the woman's unit and also called numbers listed for her, but never got her response.
7: I'm not even mad at her. I'm not upset with her. I'm not going to go after her legally or anything like that. I wish her the best. still have a conversation with her, a presentable conversation with her. In St.
14: Louis, Benson
7: Blandin,
2: News 4. It's said, old adage, you know, when they go low, we go high. Uh, you know, another situation where a white American or a white person feels they have the authority to question what a black person is doing. You know, let me start with, Jackie, you know, we don't really get a comment from you. Let me, let me jump in with you here real quick while you're here. Uh, what do you think about this? I mean, here's another situation, and we're going to continue, listen, we're going to continue to outline these on our show, because if we don't give it a voice, no one does. So, I'm not saying that, you know, you can't go on Facebook. Or I'm pretty sure that our community on active on uh, social media is making sure that the word gets out, but God dang it, we have a platform and we're going to use it. What do you think about this, Jackie? Another white person telling African you know, th- got enough gumption to not only confront him, don't let him in, didn't follow him upstairs. <laughs> oh my God, this is nuts. What do you think, Jackie? That's <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah, it's crazy.
5: I mean, the the same answer to the last question. This racist environment that this lovely administration not has conjured up. It it's made people emboldened, mm. thinking that they can you know <laughs> wow. be be their own their own police in their sick twisted mind. And I mean, it's just really emboldening, is and it's just nothing but pure, flat-out racism.
3: Great statement, Jackie.
2: That's exactly that's exactly what it is. Uh Vanessa, your thoughts on this. Once again, a white person feeling that they can just walk up and just tell you what they can and cannot do. Oh, excuse me, you know, what are you doing here? You know, I don't have a badge, I'm not wearing a uniform, but I have the authority because of the color of my skin to question what you do, regardless of whether no, no matter how routine as it may seem, my inner fears are coming out because here you are walking this, first of all you can't afford to be in this building, so why are you here? Your thoughts, Vanessa?
12: Because Trump stands there at his rallies and acts ignorant and tells people to knock other folk out and I'll pay your lawyer fees and all that. So you have a president that is acting like that. So the Senate, the Congress, and everybody else feel like they can act like that. So it's because of who is leading the pack Trump. That's the reason why people act like
2: that. Yeah. And I didn't
12: say he wasn't crazy.
2: Well, I'm not,
9: well, yeah, we can,
2: that's that's debatable. Listen, there's, you know, you can, there's some things you can point to that Trump had an impact on, but, but come on, let's not act like Trump. Trump act like he walked into office, and, and all of a sudden, you know, thank God the economy was on the trajectory that it was, because had he walked in 2008, no not tell him where we'd be by now.
9: Jerome, your okay. thoughts
2: on this whole thing, man. Once again, white citizens feel that they have the need because of their skin color. That's their badge. I'm white. And so since I'm white, since I stole this country from, you know, People of darker complexions, which we didn't even get into how they're trying to, 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 to uh, suppress the vote on Indian reservations in certain parts of this country. We haven't even had that conversation. But since I'm white, you know, the bottom line is I have the right to ask you, you know, what you're doing here? What are you doing? You know, I, know doing. I have um,
6: more of a statement to, um, to black folks. And my statement is, is that when somebody does that to you, stop asking people to protect the white folks who actually harassed you. It does not show that you're strong. It don't show that you're bigger than everybody else. Get over it, because that just gives license to there's no repercussions for your actions. If somebody stole a... I mean, there are people in jail for stealing a slice of pizza getting like six, seven years for that, right? Because they figure we need to make an example out of somebody. Well, make an example out of her ass, because I'm going to tell you right now, (laughs) we need to stop this. And we can't stop it by being polite, right? Although... I never really disagree with Vanessa. I understand where she's coming from civilly, right? So our civility and our humanity makes us look at the world like we does, like we do. But I can tell you this, you put your hands on Vanessa, I'm going to put my hands on you regardless and if she tells me not to. We need to be we need to understand what our positions are in our thoughts. Right? We have to do something and stop rolling over because when we look back on this, and I recently had this conversation, when you look at the 60s and everybody thinks Martin Luther King won, we should do what Martin Luther King did. Martin Luther King did not win. His approval ratings was around 30%. Black people weren't listening to Martin Luther King like that, right? And you have to remember the time that that happened. The nation of Islam was getting stronger, and then the black Panthers were getting That's stronger.
12: True. And people
6: picked a side because they said either, A, we go with integration, or those folks are going to separate. Right? They picked integration. But don't believe that Frederick Douglass and um, Carter G. Woodson and all of them didn't want harmony and integration in the 30s and 40s and all of that other stuff. We always did. We wanted to be civil with everybody. But not until in the 60s where people were saying, hey, you shoot me, you get shot. Then they were like, wait a minute, we need to side with nonviolence. They picked because there was a choice. We need to make it a choice. And so we need to be stronger than this. Now I ask, you know, being that we didn't talk about this, but this past week was the 23rd anniversary of the Million Man March, and I was there.
13: Mm-hmm. And I can
6: tell you from most of those brothers that I was there that I bumped into, we weren't there to to dislike white folks. We weren't there for anything mm-hmm. else but um, reconciliation and atonement, right? And once we atone, we need to step up. Forget all that stuff that happened in the past. Step up. And so we need to still step up for the people in our community, right? Being defensive does not make you aggressive. Other white folks love to compare people like mm-hmm. and Islam to the Klan. The Klan goes out and neo-Nazis and all of these white supremacist groups want to hurt you. Those other organizations on the black people's side say, if you come hurt me, I'm going to hurt you, and that's a threat to white folks. That's, how, that's what white frailty is. You can't even protect your own self without them feeling threatened. We need to get over it. Get over it.
4: Yeah.
6: And understand You're that it is can. okay for you not to forgive those people who are trying to kill you. So that white woman could have, if police was shot, came up, and he got shot, she'd be like, oh, I didn't know he lived here. Just like the woman who said the little boy tried to fill her butt, who brushed up against it with yeah. his book bag. Nine years old. And then she said she's sorry. I'm glad mm-hmm. the nine-year-old had to. Good enough sense to say I don't
2: forgive you. We we need to stop. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. uh, Before we get to this next one, I I, uh, matter of fact, you know, I'll save it uh, for my final thoughts. The movie uh, is The Hate You Give. I I, you know I strongly recommend you go watch it. It was a very powerful experience uh, for me yesterday. But uh, here's our next story.
5: Online radio at its best. I bet you if I was black
2: and Black Lives
5: Matter, he would have put the music on. Your driver assumed because Uh I guess the color of my complexion wasn't black that I asked for music and it was a problem. A
0: Lyft passenger's hate-filled tirade going viral. I'm
5: gonna make sure that you never
0: have
11: a Lyft job again.
7: He has a working radio, working radio. Look at this, working radio because he wants to record. So I'm gonna put the phone in his face
11: on purpose. But the
0: driver who posted the video wants people to focus on his silence instead of his passenger's hate and take it as a lesson in nonviolence. violence
14: It's either I'm going to endure um, 16 minutes plus of this assault and, um, you know, I could suck it up and go home or I could respond the way that he wanted me to and um, I'll probably be in jail for two to three years for um, assault.
0: Sean Lettman maintained his calm during this entire 16-minute video taken a few weeks ago during an early morning pickup outside a Yorkville club. The video shows a passenger throw racial slurs, threaten to have Letman fired, and call police and lift, all because he wouldn't change the jazz music he had on the radio. Letman says the passengers wouldn't take no for an answer and became irate, so he pulled over and pressed record. The recording me. Without my consent, These are Leitman's only words during the whole conversation.
14: All right, could I say one thing?
0: Yeah, go ahead,
14: please. There's a sign right there on the door that said that you will be recorded.
0: No, completely understandable. Thank you. Leitman eventually ended the video and called police who came and sent the passengers on their way. After posting the video online to spread a message about nonviolence, the passenger lost his job with City MD.
14: Even though I should be the victim in the situation, You know, um, I didn't find it um, very amusing that he lost his job.
0: The passenger has been banned from Lyft for life, but we asked Letman what he'd do if he ever saw him again.
14: If he's not hired at the moment, I would probably be out trying to help him get a job.
0: A GoFundMe page for Letman has raised tens of thousands. Letman credits his mother with teaching him to be peaceful and says the restraint he showed in the video didn't even test his patience.
14: I had three more always in me.
2: You know, Mr. asked what got me was what he's what the guy said towards the end of that uh, uh, of his of that uh, uh, play clip. He said that uh, that he he would have he wasn't a victim that this guy lost his job, and it kind of goes back to some of the conversations we have here on the show. You know, we show compassion for those who don't show compassion towards us, and you know, for him, I guess he's the bigger man because I would be be like, you know what, good riddance. Bye. You know, bye, bastard. have, 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 have and, had and it, have it, have it. A matter bye. of fact, by Felicia. And a matter of fact, the 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 young lady that was—I uh, didn't mention this, and it wasn't mentioned in the story. She lost her job too, once, once her employers saw her, you know, confront this man. So I don't know how long yeah. she's going to be in that apartment complex because I don't know if she can afford to stay there. if She didn't have whatever job she has. But the point is, you know, and it reminds me of what Jerome always talks about is. You know, we're very apologetic. you know, this guy's like, you know what, listen, he's a victim. I, I would try to help him get a job. Really? I mean Better you than me. Maybe you know, that's our better angels, maybe? But Miss Elias, I don't know. Would you feel the same way after this guy? Nope. Don't look at the video. This cat stuck oh, the floor saw the, in the video floor, and the brother just sat there. There there's yep. no way I would have done that. I mean, it would have been a fight from from the time he sat down in that oh. car. I have Oh man, it would have been, would have been I would have, awful.
3: I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have fought him, but I would, damn, I would have damn sure sued him. I'm sorry. You don't put the man. Look, no, I would have
2: been a fight, let's brother.
3: Just be, and let's just be honest, man. You got sometimes you got to beat people where they at. You beat them in their pockets. Because if I, cause you said, look, there's no, there's, there's, there's no, <laughs> no way that you know that this guy wasn't gonna beat that guy. Up. Come on, man. He, he'd have just mollywopped him, and it wouldn't have been any issue. But. He did the right thing, but not saying that, But just say it. I would help him find a job, and I would know. Nope. Do you belittled me? You're a racist, so you get what you deserve,
9: partner.
3: I'm sorry. Mm-mm. No way, yourself. I'm not. I, to- I'm not. I'm not helping a racist. No, no. Uh-uh. That's like helping the Klan. Come on. No, no. I'm sorry. Go, go, go and kill yourself. <laughs>
2: no. Man, I don't know. you yeah, so, yeah. try to get in.
3: Yeah, I saw that. You saw video that video.
6: Yeah, he, he was gay and he was Hispanic, and he felt like he he um, he um can just throw that stuff out there while he's calling him the N-word, you know what I mean? We, again, yeah. it's the same thing that I said before. It is, it is in our, we are cultured to believe that we need to forgive everybody from them being sick. And sometimes sick people need to go to jail, you know what I mean? Like you, can't, you don't deserve to be harassed. That is not in any kind of um, universal law. That it is okay for you to be tormented, right? Abuse should not be your thing. We shouldn't be able to tolerate some sort of abuse. So technically he went out of his way to judge him, to call him names and whatever, and hold him up. That's why he lost his job. That's why that woman lost her job. She was actually um, the woman who lost her job from blocking the guy from going into his apartment. I don't think she lived there. She was a um, – she worked for the apartment management apartment management company, and they didn't even manage that building. They managed the other building. Mm. So she was in a building that technically wasn't hers. It wasn't part of her responsibility. But she worked for a company that managed apartments, and they were like, "We can't have her on there, right? Because how can you yeah. sell another apartment with her going showing people houses?"
2: Mm. Yep. Yeah. Kudos, kudos to those people for for doing that. All right. One last story, Talk then money. we'll get the comments from my. Yeah, there you go. We get the comments from our two ladies. Online radio at its best.
11: Well, obviously, hearing something like this is not what you expect when you go uh, for a visit to the doctor, and certainly several onlookers hearing as the woman uh, demanded to see a white doctor for her son who was having chest pains. Many of those onlookers uh, yelling back at the woman, uh, some of them saying to her, you know, you need to take him to the hospital across the street to see a doctor over there. Why don't you take him somewhere else? And all the, uh, the woman said was that she had gone and taken him to the doctor and that she wanted to see a white doctor. Uh, so lots of outrage. We did uh, hear some of that on that tape where one woman actually confronted the woman who was uh, yelling in that waiting room. Take a listen to how that played out. I'm not going there
0: without all pack of doctors. I don't have money to go to Georgetown. <laughs> There's got to be somebody that speaks English here. Your child clearly has more issues with you being his mother than him needing to see a doctor. You are extremely rude and racist. You want to talk about packy people being at a hospital? Maybe you should check yourself there in. Was-
11: And the police were called to this incident. They say that they have spoken to all parties involved and that uh, the situation was resolved. The clinic behind me not making any specific comment about what happened in that waiting room, Heather. But the man who captured that video has, Linda, and he, uh, he shared it with us at CBC News. Very thoughtful in his response. Tell us more about what he has said. Well, his name is Hitesh Bardwaj. He was waiting for a doctor in that waiting room as well. And he did uh, take out his phone and start videotaping when uh, this event started to play out. And here's what he said about why he thought it was so important to do that.
14: Something from inside me said that, no, you should take a step, you should record it. It is obviously wrong. There's no, uh, you know, right or wrong answer. It's definitely wrong. You should share it with other people so that they know that people are not afraid to stand up against uh, other people who are rude and racist to others.
11: And uh, many people responding saying it's encouraging to see people standing up to behavior like this. Now, we haven't been able to identify this woman. We have made several attempts to do that, but we've been unsuccessful. But it is worth mentioning, Heather, that the woman's son did eventually receive treatment in this very clinic.
2: So Vanessa, we, we have a situation where this woman stood up and said she wanted her son to see a white doctor and that she wanted a doctor that was white and whose teeth wasn't brown. That she was at a freak at a clinic across the street. She said she couldn't afford to go to the hospital, but she was demanding someone who spoke spoke English and so customers there were they really got on her and didn't allow her to continue with that nonsense. But here's another situation where folks feel that they're empowered, where this is the type of stuff that used to be in the closet, or maybe, maybe not so much. I remember when we first saw uh, the, 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 the police uh, video of uh, Rodney King, and we said, wow, you know, before videotapes came out, maybe this, you know, we thought we were surprised and shocked, but people in that community were like, man, this is nothing new. Finally, we have the ability to show the world. So maybe this is a situation where now that we have more cell phones, we see stuff like this where people are out here actually being who they are. And so now, since everyone has a cell phone, it's easily to capture some of these racist people that, are, that live amongst us. What say you?
12: Oh, okay. You know, it's, it's just what I said a few minutes ago. It starts from the top of the head. And because he is showing that he is a racist, and I'm talking about our leader, or some people's leader, um, that other people feel like they can act that way. And it's sad that that lady put color, kept on saying she wanted a white doctor, and that child was sick. I think that she's sick, too, though. She's mentally sick that she would put her child's health over wanting a white doctor. I wouldn't have cared if my child was sick, if that person was blue, green, or purple. Can you help my child? And I could put the race and everything else to the side later on. So I feel sorry for the child, and I feel sorry for her because she's ignorant. But you know what? This is just the world that we're in now, and I'm 55 years old. I've just never, well, no, I have seen it because of where I live. But I I haven't seen it so blatant like I see it now. But the blatantism comes from... You know, when the president said, and I'll never forget this, knock him in the head, kick him out, and I'll get you out of jail, you know, that kind of ignorance. So then the, the the governor, the senator, the congressperson hit a reporter. I mean, all of this kind of stuff is so ignorant to me that it's just hard to fathom, but that's the world that we live in right now, and it's just out there. It really is just out there.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Rich, sister, give me your word. Give me your final thought on this one
5: nothing more to say but utter foolishness i mean like i said repeating again the boldness of because of the environment that we're in but then again i mean this is what these people think this is this is what this is what's been just holding in their guts like a cauldron Until they feel, oh, I can go ahead and just say this foolishness now. So it's it's ridiculous. Ridiculous.
2: Absolutely. It is ridiculous. All right, coming up is an NPR News update. Chatter box on the other side and on a need-to-know basis. All that is Nick. You're listening to The Serious Side.
4: Authorities in Georgia in the middle of a manhunt are searching for one of the suspects in yesterday's shooting death of a police officer in Gwinnett County. A police statement names 18-year-old Tafari Maynard, saying police believe he shot Officer Antoine Tony yesterday afternoon. Butch Ayers is the Gwinnett County Police Chief. If
10: anybody sees him or knows his location, they need to contact 911, the nearest law enforcement agency
4: to be considered armed and dangerous. Officer Tony was responding to a call about a suspicious vehicle near a middle school in the Snellville area when he was shot. A second suspect is in custody. A drug that harnesses the immune system to fight cancer can help women live longer as they fight a particularly bad form of breast cancer. And Pierce Robstein before reports on new research released this weekend. There's a type of breast cancer called triple negative breast cancer that's notoriously deadly. It's especially common among African American women. Researchers tried combining a drug that unleashes the immune system with a standard chemotherapy drug in a study involving 451 women with triple negative breast cancer. They found the two drug combination significantly prolonged the women's chances of survival. The results were presented at a scientific meeting in Germany and published online by the New England Journal of Medicine. Rob Stein, NPR News. Los Angeles Dodgers joining the Boston Red Sox in baseball's World Series. The Dodgers won the National League pennant last night, beating the Milwaukee Brewers 5-1 in the deciding Game 7 World Series begins Tuesday at Boston's Fenway Park. I'm Giles Snyder, NPR News from Washington.
2: folks, welcome back in 3478501272. It is time for chatterbox final thoughts from our world famous chat room and from social media. And since Mr. Elliott said that there uh, was no one in the chat, and I, you know, my fault. I mean, I didn't open the chat when the show started. But uh, so, but I'll read some comments because I have plenty of them, and uh, obviously uh, some of the things we talked about uh, during the show uh, will really come up during some of these talking points. Uh, some of these final thoughts Alright listen here's one from uh, Let me get here I'll Copy and paste them down Alright here's one from the pastor The pastor says once again A show that challenges our, moral, our morals And who we are as a people This show is a must for our people to listen to Please go tell a friend about the series I will Thank you pastor we appreciate that uh, Big Mike Arkansas Says thank God Mr. Spree Set the female guest straight just another case of an uppity black person with money. Ouch. That's not fair. Uh, Mona from Oakland. What a powerful what a powerful show for the record. People who think that Donald Trump is good for America are idiots. Sophie from Birmingham says, Is it okay to say that I no longer love my country? Sophie, you have the right to say what you want to say. And on that note, you know what time it is.
13: Five, four,
1: three, two, one.
13: The first lady dazzles on election night in a
1: Tell me What do you want me to do? Allegedly, to the flag of the United
0: States of America.
2: All right, Donnie D's comments are coming up next. However, it is time for another edition of my favorite show, my favorite portion of the show, I should say, on a need-to-know basis of my main man, Mr. Jerome. Mr. Jerome, man, what do you have for us this morning? Sir, well, there's a new report from the CDC that says that Oh, oh Mike, mic, that... Mike check, Mike check. Yes, sir. Mike check. And there you Mike go. It. All right, you get, we got you now. Go ahead.
1: Okay.
6: Now, there's a new report from the CDC that says that it's a new strain of salmonella that's linked to raw chicken, yeah, pet it. food, raw chicken products, and live chicken. And it is resistant, um, I guess, to at least 13 antibiotics and used, used to be treated, uh, used to be treating, I'm sorry, used to treat the infection. So there's some chicken problem that's going around. So why your brands of chicken. It didn't say specifically which ones, but I guess the chicken and pet food and regular, you know, restaurant chicken. Uh, we're having problems. BBC. Um You know, yeah. More than half of millennials say that they would give up sex to travel the world. So millennials prioritize life experiences
2: to travel. Well, what's the age on that, uh, Jerome? Yeah, yeah definitely you <laughs> said millennials. Okay, never just, mind. Okay. That. Yeah, yeah, really. No. I thought it was like 50 plus.
6: <laughs> yeah. like, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. 50. But go no, ahead. No, no, no. I, here, here's how you can tell if you're a millennial. If you don't believe that this study is true, it says 73% say that they would give up alcohol for a trans who travel the globe for free for six months, as well. That's according to a new survey. As alcohol for the rest life. of my life. No no, 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 They're just saying for six months. Wait a minute. Uh. It doesn't say that you can't have sex when you're on vacation either. It just said they would uh. give it up at home. I don't, I don't know. You have to, you have to rephrase the question. <laughs> I'm a little confused. All right. Now, there's, there's Me a, too. <laughs> there's the earthquake early warning system that could detect the big one. It's called Shake Alert. Um, It goes live on the West Coast. The Shake Alert um, system is ready to be used broadly um, by business, utilities, schools, and other entities but is not ready for mass public notification. But they actually Mm -hmm. put it online this week. I don't know what that means that only businesses and utilities are going to know. But um, I guess it's not hooked up to the emergency broadcast system. And,
3: wow.
6: Yeah. They need it now.
3: Uh, they need in California, most definitely.
6: Yeah, they need it. Yeah. So um, the NBA is creating a professional path to the draft through its um, development league by offering as much as $125,000 to select prospects as an alternative to the NCA one and done crew. So after, you know, former Louisville recruit, recruit Brian Bowen's family alleged. Allegedly received a bribe in exchange for his commitment. The NBA will soon offer a professional path to the draft as an alternative to college to NCAA basketball. Now, hmm. if you don't know, I think um, what's his name, Levar Ball? Yeah, yeah. He started talking about this with his son, and he left and played in another country. And apparently, the NBA was listening because now instead of forcing these kids to go to college and and banning them from going to NBA, they'll probably give them one year in the G League for one hundred and twenty five thousand dollars as NBA prospects so they don't have to get pimped out by your local college. Mm. Finally I
3: agree with start, that most time. Yeah.
2: Finally I think start that's paying those thing. kids. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Again, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. It's about day goes hey. no ridiculous yeah. what these colleges are doing to these kids. Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
6: Yes. Talking about their education is more important. Now, i tell you what's more mm-hmm. important. Give them the cash,
3: and they can get their education online. The really? <laughs> right? Really. Really. Yeah. I mean, hell, if you want to go back to college with all the money they made, they can pay for it. I'm with
6: you. Exactly. I you can with pay for you. it later.
3: So, mm-hmm. the,
6: White, the White House um, helicopter fleet mechanic with top security clearance is arrested after he called 911 doing a methamphetamine-induced hallucination. Oh, and he boy. told cops that his family was being held hostage by armed men. So <laughs> Oh, oh wow. I he lied. He said that three men broke into his Florida home and um and that never occurred. But he was on high <laughs> on meth Wow.
13: Yeah.
6: Yeah, there's an opioid crisis and it's knocking on your door. Yeah, yep. <laughs> now another Trump branded building is stripped of his name off of the facade Residents concerned about the resale value of their condos So residents of the Trump Place in Manhattan's Upper West Side Has joined three other buildings in the neighborhood In removing that brass five-letter name on their 46-story building Wow I don't know why they thought that was a good idea anyway Really? Trump doesn't own it They're kind of using it like the Hyatt or I shouldn't say anybody else's name But you know how you get a branding deal So Trump's name is going down, but the Saudis are still paying him, so good for Trump. All right, now, Ohio mayor resigned after being caught on video repeatedly using racial slurs on his police chief's body cam. Now, the video captured this, um, I guess it's Crestline police chief Joe Butler's body cam. It shows... That the mayor, Alan Moore, used the N word four times during a conversation at his garage in June. He got caught mm-hmm. in the police's body cam.
13: He finally resigned.
6: Yeah. <laughs> who, who saw that coming? The body cams really? don't just, they thought it was going to protect them. It's not protected
13: either. Mm-hmm.
6: They don't protect us, y'all suppress the footage, but once it came out, he did it. Now, wow. Colorado parents are holding sick and pop parties. Who deliberately infect their children with the virus. Now, a group of parents in Boulder, as a part of a growing anti-vaccination movement, believed um, infecting their kids is safer safer than getting the um, the vaccine. It's I can It's the VZ vaccine, um, and they wrongly claim that it. Um, I guess that it's an advance from the NHS. In the CDC So I don't know what that means exactly But technically they're having chicken pot parties <laughs> And it is true That giving the chicken pot If you, you know, it's it's like two weeks But if you monitor somebody You won't die of chicken pox. But you'll get immunity If you get chicken pot opposed to the vaccine Which, you know, there's some things being said About having mercury in your vaccine so, Really? I can, uh-huh. I can understand um, I've heard all kinds
3: of stories about it
6: Yes, yep. Because in the multi-dose vials, they're actually using mercury so that it doesn't grow bacteria. And you know you can't have mercury in your body. If you spill the vial, right. you have to call a hazmat team. Really? So I can understand their problem, but do something mm. about that and people won't have vaccination issues.
13: Really?
7: All
6: right. Now, Kleenex is dropping its man-sized brand tissue boxes after complaints that it's sexist. So they had the bigger boxes named man-sized And they renamed it to extra large because they said it had too much controversy (laughs) online. That is way too sensitive for me. They were just trying to get guys to use Kleenex because guys will grab toilet paper in a minute. (laughs) And I'm
3: one that will. (laughs) I know.
6: I have a friend who, who owns a business, and she said in the men's bathroom, they'll put out the nice tissue, and guys won't touch it. They'll just get that brown, they'll pull that brown. So, yep. <laughs> and we won't use tissue. And, nah. and I said to her, it's because we're used to going to people's houses and be like, don't touch my good towels.
13: I could just yep. use that.
6: <laughs> the women will use the nice tissues, but the guys won't. That's yep. it,
13: yeah.
6: So Kleenex That's had man had to get man, men to want to get Kleenex. And women couldn't see that coming. Mm. Still sensitive. Now, famous or famed Nevada pimp, Dennis Hoff, you know, from that, what is it, Bunny Ranch?
3: Yeah, on uh, HBO, yeah
6: Yeah, you know he died this week
3: Yeah, I saw that, man
6: He was was found naked in bed with a magic wand sex toy on the covers. And was last seen alive after he asked asked for two popsicles and a bottle of water I don't know what that means But the brothel owner, who's a Republican candidate for the Nevada State Legislature Name still will remain on the ballot so the pimp that's on the ballot is still gonna be there.
3: Yeah, cause he's a pimp.
6: No yeah, oh. You know they like pimp. to give. Yeah, they like to give um, him and Hugh Hefner like really nice names like publishers mm-hmm. and you know he owns a brothel. Like he's not a he's business
3: a pimp. owner. He's a pimp. He's a pimp. <laughs> he admitted that on one of his shows. He said, "Well, oh, you yeah. know, I'm a pimp. I'm he's like, a pimp. Oh, well, yeah.
6: He does now." It brother he has like dental or something mm-hmm. we got not talk about how nice
3: a pimp he is we just say he's a pimp <laughs> so he's a nice pimp <laughs> he, nice he got a dental because he got show <laughs> you, know, you know he pays a little bit of money
6: he's still a yeah. pimp he collects their money and give them a little percentage about what they get yep now a florida middle school teacher 27 pled guilty to sending nude photos and having sex with her 14 year old student she'll face a maximum or a minimum of five years in prison so Stephanie Peterson pled guilty to lewd and uh, lewd and sexual battery uh, battery sexual acts for the child and she'll face a minimum of five and a maximum of ten years in prison wow and, you know, she, was, she was arrested in February after the scene told his parents about the relationship I won't go off about this again about teenage people sleeping with their teachers and running back telling because that's what little boys do they go tell so Peterson sent him new photos
3: Gave him marijuana and a bowl to smoke in. You know what? Hey man, that boy needs his ass whooped. I'm sorry, I I, I I, I
6: digress. (laughs) Oh, I'm saying you can't let him off the hook for this. This No, yeah, yeah. He shouldn't be pleased with him, but he needs his he needs his butt whooped too. Really? He does. Yep. Although we're not over time, I'm going to do this because again, we we tend to fluff up the news on um on general news, but. A dog was used for sex in Colorado by the two owners that would be Frederick um, and Derry, This one and his ex-girlfriend Janet Solano, um, who's 49, they pled guilty last month to animal cruelty, cruelty charges after repeatedly having sex with their dog in the back of their motorhome and that was purchased oh sex. Now, everybody, don't be squeamish. I need to do the story. He was sentenced. He was, he was sentenced to six months in prison on Tuesday and will be placed under supervised probation for two years his ex-girlfriend negotiated a two-year deferred judgment and sentence, which means that you will not be um, convicted for served time in jail unless you violate the term for release. You need to know that this stuff is going on in this country and stop wow. people of color like we have problems. All right, a mother who's 26 and her ex-boyfriend was accused of using their three-year-old daughter to make child porn after cops discovered oh 150 expli- explicit, illicit photos of the girl. This is in Ohio. Charges of child pornography. Now, a 20-year-old man who shot and stabbed his future mother-in-law and then served as a pallbearer at her funeral days later pled no contest to all the charges on the first day of his murder trial. So.
13: Damn. Stabbed
6: his Beyonce's mother 30 times, and when he was due to marry her daughter, stabbed her, and then served as a pallbearer, like, to it. What? Wow. Yes, sir. All right, now, um, in sadness, hot stores are running out of supplies and have uh, even long lines on the second day of the legalized marijuana in Canada. Like you know, they legalized uh, marijuana on um, in Canada on Wednesday. Why do they? Why do
3: they do that? They did the same when they legalized it in Vegas, Nevada. Mm-hmm. When they legalized it in Nevada, man, they mm-hmm. almost had a riot in Vegas because they ran out of pot, man. They ran
13: out. <laughs>
3: hey, I'm thinking they, myself. Why is you know, man? It's a money make. I don't understand why people don't want well, to. Hey, come on, man. You get dispensary. You becoming a millionaire them.
6: Let me tell you, they couldn't. They didn't see that coming. They were like, wait a minute, we don't um. We know that they're going to come, but they just didn't see how fast that people were going to roll up on them. and So to speak, roll up on them. But they didn't know he <laughs> was going to come in that particular day. My bad. All
13: right.
6: Now, a South Carolina man, 19, shot his cousin, who was 17, after warning him. I I, I did this last time, but he warned him not to eat his salt and vinegar potato chips. So, <laughs> so listen, Kathleen and I did a. Uh, uh, a segment of black or white on this one because it was salt and vinegar potatoes. because it, it happened in it South Carolina.
3: Brother. It was a brother.
6: <laughs> black. <laughs> <laughs> they were black, I'm sorry. You know what?
7: <laughs> I I,
6: I would have thought the same thing. Kathleen guessed that too. And they were not black. I thinking, is only good. Like, yeah, I didn't know that. That was I did know that was was hot in the streets in the in the white community. I mean, wow! I didn't about, man. either, man. I did
3: not eat <laughs> man. I was
6: shocked like everybody else. I was like, wait, wait a minute, you know. And um, you know, it. I did this late yesterday, but I didn't get a chance to for us to comment on this. You know, a Houston bar owner launched a line of brew of of. Beer for dogs that sell for five dollars. Now, I'm not <laughs> understanding this, but now you can bring your dog to the bar and they make oh, special beer geez. for dogs. Really? Come on, no, oh, what is the world coming to, man? I would think that would be abuse somehow. You know
13: hey, I mean,
3: wow. I, I would think that
6: would be abuse.
3: Yeah, get yeah. your dog drunk. You know, when I was a kid, used to, when I was a kid, my brother used to blow marijuana smoke into my dog's face. Man,
6: my dog just sat there and
3: took it. I was like, "What is wrong with you, man?"
6: Well, okay, so to his defense, now that it's legalized I, in some places, I would say that maybe he was preventing the dog from having um, cat- cataract. <laughs> <laughs>
13: I'm
3: just going to saw that before his time. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's yeah, he like, I don't know black history, Pack. My brother, Gene's a, he's a he's a visionary, all right. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't we didn't notice at the time,
6: but now wow. we know who created the trend of stopping dogs from having cataracts. Wow. That was your brother.
13: Yeah, yeah. Thanks for the black
6: history. <laughs> now, a Pennsylvania father gave his 12-year-old son opioids and chewing tobacco and had parties where they uh, – did I don't I never heard of this term? Whip it together? I don't know what that means. But um, huh. he was he was charged at for four counts of endangering the welfare of a, of children. Uh, police came to his home after his son's mother found um, methadone pills in the little boy's wallet. First of all, a twelve year old got a wallet what? and he had pills in it. Wow, methadone. Jeez. Yeah. So he had pills and chewing tobacco
13: and.
6: If somebody wants to write J and tell us what um, Whippets is, W H I P P I T S, we've help that in our race relations because I have no clue. We know what salt, Saun- <laughs> we, we know what salt and vinegar potatoes is be, but we don't know what that is. Really? <laughs>
13: there's there's a big difference.
6: Now, um, you know, this, a second British woman died after undergoing Brazilian butt lift surgery. Uh, doctors wow. are warning that it is a dangerous procedure. And if you don't have no butt, just live with it. But technically, <laughs> people are dying out in the street of having butt lift surgery. And, and it wasn't even in Brazil. They had it in really? it's a Brazilian butt lift, but it wasn't even in Brazil. No. So, um, you know, there's a story that says white men who sleep nine hours or more each night have a 71% greater risk of having a stroke. But black men do not face the lower risk for sleeping too long and even appear to be um, offered protection by sleeping less than six hours. Research <laughs> from the University of Alabama at Birmingham followed more than 15,000 people aged 45 and over for an average of six years, during which 460 of them suffered stroke. So the study found that black men who slept less than six hours per night were about 8% less likely. To later have a stroke When compared to black men who slept Who were average sleepers So sections mm. for short sleepers Was not um, present In black women by the way White men or white women this, this leads to some racism stuff I probably shouldn't have did that story They're like y'all can live off less sleep So I'm going to have you work overtime Like I umbrellas. did <laughs> mm. Alright So um, Oh Jay, am I running over? i kinda to look at
2: Hey, Jay, Jay must be talking. Okay. Well, here's another well, you're one. Are you good, man. We got time for two more.
6: Okay, two more. All right, so we have a, um, well, hold on. We're done. On All right, so there's a, uh, a man who's called Ari Nigel. He's 43. He's endorsing a male fratern- fertility drug called Sperm XL in the new commercial. Now, he's a New York college professor, fathered 39 children to date with more than 20 women through his sperm donations, and now Damn. he's the face of a new fertility drug. <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: he got a point. He got a point, man. Well,
6: well, I don't think that drug helped. I think it was something else, but that's <laughs> my my take on this. I could be wrong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to put, put that out there. Um, a zookeeper. <laughs> is this is this is our public service announcement by the way a zookeeper is mauled to death when a white tiger savage you know bit him on the neck in an enclosure in japan so he was found bleeding from the neck in a tiger enclosure um after being attacked by the tiger so here's the thing wild animals are still wild yes good night (laughs) Stop, (laughs) stop trying to tame a tiger come tiger (laughs)
13: <laughs> or like
6: Chris Rock said, the tiger with tiger on oh, no. him. So, really? Yeah. Really? <laughs> Don't be mad at the tiger. For All a right. Tiger.
2: Don't be mad at the tiger for being a tiger. All right, sir. Appreciate it as always. Mr. Jerome Spree, the man that is the legend. Now it's time for our final thoughts. But before we get to him, let me read Johnny Dee's comments on Living While Black. There's no honor in hypocrisy, although I applaud both gentlemen for their restraint during these incidents, we have to have we have to be the men and women of God at all times. The notion of helping a racist Latino man find a job is the hypocrisy I'm speaking about. Everyone is responsible for their actions, and if he lost his job as a result of that incident, that's his fault. We don't need to apologize for maintaining. Our dignity as a people. To all listeners that can relate to this topic, be reserved in your actions. Criminal justice system is unfair in many cases of LWB. Also, know that Caucasian Americans are prepared for your violence. While most of African Americans are trying to be chameleons in this society, others are preparing for urban warfare. Wow, fight the power. All right, Jerome, floor is yours, man. Final thoughts under 90 seconds.
6: You know what, I just wanna say everybody have a good week. Don't let news be good or bad news to you. Just keep on keeping on, as we used to say back
3: in the days. Don't so have a good week. Still yes, we're under admitted. Man, final thoughts. Well, I got two things. First, hey look folks, if it wasn't important to vote, why are these people suppress the votes in Georgia? You gotta realize your vote counts. And to my sister Sandra, baby, I love you and I'm praying for you.
2: And I'll make mine real quick and real short I saw the movie uh, The Hate You Give I recommend that you go watch this movie I'm going to talk about it in more detail next week it's, It had a powerful influence on me And I recommend you go watch it And on that note, Mr. Les, If it's Sunday and we're talking serious stuff What time is it, my friend?
3: It's time for the serious side of the Jay Brown show
2: Folks, it's been a pleasure to serve you God bless you all And make sure you make a difference in someone's life. So for Vanessa, for Jackie, for Jerome, for Johnny, for Miss Elias, I'm J. Riles saying have a wonderful weekend. and a wonderful weekend. Remember, Sunday we're talking serious stuff. It is serious stuff. God bless everybody. Hey, Momo B.
0: You are listening to the TJRS Radio Network.